This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. Jimmy out along with Dave Cook, and it is a Sports Better's Paradise as we start off your week talking some MLB Major League Baseball. Dave, how you doing this Monday? Well, I'm still on my Phillies thing. <laughs> uh, finally lost one yesterday, but eight and one under uh, Thompson, and I said I was going to play them until they lose two straight. So it could end tonight. Or they could get to nine and one, and I'll keep playing them. Uh, I was right there with you. I was uh, I was on them the whole time, and um, and it was it's quite a profitable run. Oh, uh, yes. what's, uh, you know, and and then you finish finish off the um, you know finish off the uh, the Brewers uh, with Corbin Burns, who you know when you're the uh, last year's Cy Young Award winner, um, he's uh, he, they, they beat him comfortably to the point where. The Milwaukee broadcast team, and I like listening to the visiting radio from time to time to give us their opinions as they see, uh, the, you know, their opponent. They said, you know, a lot, of, a lot of talk about the Yankees and things like that, but when it's all said and done, I think this Phillies lineup is going to have something to say. So do I. want to be the most respected lineups in baseball. It's a good lineup. There's no real holes in the lineup. And the questions for them are going to be in the bullpen. And, look, I think they've got – one guy who's approaching elite status is Dominguez. Knievel's still okay. He's not great, but he's okay. Brad Hand, one day yes, one day no. Uh, Brogdon looks like he's becoming an important piece of that bullpen. I think the Phillies are a playoff contender. Uh, and what's, we've seen all of a sudden the NLEs get more competitive. The Mets are still in first place, but the Braves and Phillies have gone on big runs. And they're clawing their way back into it. That's the best division in baseball because Miami's also a pretty good baseball team. It just, unfortunately, they can't win a one-run game, it seems. But they, they're coming off a good road trip as they continue the road trip in Philadelphia tonight. It's like 33% in one-run games, I think it is. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. They've got a nice plus-run differential, so they should be a winning team based on that. But they, they've just been bad in close games. But... Uh, you know, they're not a bad baseball team. The Nationals are the weak link in the division, and even they have been playing better ball lately. They won a series at home against Milwaukee. Well, the Miami Marlins uh, have the top two uh, w- war, W-A-R, pitchers in uh, in baseball. Yeah. And Alcantara and Lopez, and speaking of them, uh, Alcantara goes to Philadelphia to take on Aaron Nola, who uh, pitched eight scoreless innings uh, as part of that sweep uh, at uh, at uh, at Milwaukee, and uh, the Phillies are a dollar thirty-seven and eight against Miami. And again, this isn't an individual thing. I 
I basically didn't even look at the analysis for the game because I'm playing the Phillies until they lose two straight. So uh, I don't mind them here, certainly, with Nola at home. Alcantara is outstanding. Uh, these are both two all. These are two all-star pitchers, and Alcantara really is. He's pitching great ball for Miami. So this is not going to be a cinch by any means, but I'll stay with the Phillies. And uh, this is, in terms of pitching, the best matchup on the board tonight. Oh, it's great. Um, and speaking of Alcantara, keep in mind the era that we're in, where okay, six innings is oh man, that's very yeah. deep. Okay. His last six starts, seven innings, eight innings, nine innings, eight innings, seven innings, yep. nine innings, exactly averaging exactly eight full innings a game. That is unbelievable. And of those six starts, three where he gave up one earned run, and the other three, he didn't give up an earned run. He's been on fire. Yeah, he's been great. And what stands out tonight is these are two pitchers who just don't beat themselves with walks. And that does two things. Number one, it lessens the chances of big innings against them. Number two, they're able to keep their pitch counts under control because they're throwing strikes, and that allows them to last longer in games. Nola coming off an eight-inning eight game himself, and uh, Alcantara just, he's a machine. Yeah, Nola, 85 strikeouts and only 10 walks. I mean, eight and a half uh, strikeout-to-walk ratio. Yeah. Uh, Alcantara, 77 and 24, but his whip because of, is way, is below one as well. Rarely do you see uh, two starting pitchers this team yeah. in the seasons where their whip is both below one. So you know, Nola, he, he, he's kind of he, he had his worst season last year. You know, his first full season, he's right there with Scherzer and Degrom oh, late yeah. in the season for that Cy Young. You know, for that Cy Young chase. I mean, not that far below them, but uh, he's kind of. The bullpen has let him down a little bit. Maybe some run support here. And then his inability to keep the ball in the park sometimes at some key yeah. times. Yeah, although his barrel rate isn't bad. Uh, Alcantara's, on the other hand, is phenomenal. 4.2 barrel rate. That's just great for a guy who pitches this many innings. And they both got decent uh, contact, hard contact rates. These are two of the best pitchers in the game. Uh, we, uh, let's move on to uh, the White Sox in uh, Detroit. And what about the White Sox? So they get one of their pitchers back, and they send one down. Kopech got injured over the weekend. Yep. Lance Lynn makes his season debut uh, tonight on the south side against Detroit. Uh, in, where exactly are we with, with these White Sox at 27-31 and 31 right now? They're only six games out, but here comes Cleveland. Um, they're only three out, and just... Um, with the injuries, and then you had the head-scratching move by Tony LaRosa with, yeah. you know, one, two in the count, where then he grandstands with the reporter after the explanation didn't help his case at all uh, uh, as no. much. No. Uh, look, he's buddies with Reinsdorf, and Reinsdorf is really loyal to his friends, and that's the only reason is still managing the team. I don't think he's... I think he's out of touch with today's players, to be honest with you. His moves... Have been bizarre. He had another one yesterday uh, in terms of uh, not using Hendricks. And, and and nobody asked him why after the game. It's like reporters, they're not doing their job. You can ask him why. Uh, by the way, the future book odds for the first time, I think, all season, now have the Twins and White Sox even to win that division or to win the AL pennant. So the White Sox... 
status is uh, getting worse. The Twins is getting better. Uh, I think there's problems with this White Sox team. As for tonight, uh, Ronnie Garcia's done okay for the Tigers. I, I don't know what to make of Lance Lynn because he hasn't pitched at all this year, so I'm not going to guess. We'll mention this. Uh, according to the weather, and, you know, weather can change, but according to the weather reports, this game is probably in for delay at some point and could even, at that point, if it gets stopped, might not resume. So this might be one of those games that ends up in suspension status. We'll see. I want to dig into the White Sox a little bit more, Dave, and it, it, it's just some, some things are happening now that it's going to test Reinsdorf's loyalty uh, to La Russa, okay? And we know about him intentionally walking uh, Taylor with at a one-two count. And then, of course, Muncie makes it that much worse. He hits it out the park. His explanation after was he was citing statistics that just were not accurate. No, uh, they and, weren't. Then, and then yesterday's game. Yesterday's game where, okay, they they stopped, uh, they stopped the Rangers from scoring in the top of the 10th. So they, they failed to score, don't play, don't execute, don't move the base runner. He's still at second when they got their third out. And then to end the game, you're down two runs. What in the hell is Robert doing trying to take an extra bag when I, his run really doesn't mean anything? Yeah. And, and it takes any chance away from, you know, get, get another opportunity to tie or win the game? Uh, I don't know what he was thinking. That you can't blame on the Russo. That's on the player. And that was, that was pretty bad. But they, they've, uh, this is what happens when a team, to me, isn't focused. And I don't think the White Sox are. Yeah, and I understand LaRusse is not, you know, telling him to run there. I get that, but it's under his watch. And, I mean, it's still, you know, it's still... Yeah, well, it's, yeah, some, sometimes you're just going to blame the player. And that's that's on Robert all the way. I mean, he's got to be reminded, like, I mean, it, it just... You you take no chances whatsoever yeah. when you're on second and in a tie and run. Is, no, I mean, it's just – and you're batting in the bottom of the inning. I, I was – But, you I know, I'll say this. Look, Dave, I was pissed. I had the White Sox yesterday. And, I mean, I just can't believe, you know, he, he pulls that crap. Yeah, I, and this – believe me, I'm not a LaRusso fan at this point. But if you're a major league player, you got to know this stuff. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. The coach, coach or manager shouldn't have to tell you what to do in situations. That should be obvious. Yeah, uh, 12 and under baseball players know it. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you know, I mean yeah. it's, 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 it's really, really simple. Let's move on uh, uh, to the uh, North Siders and the Cubbies. They got bruised up pretty good uh, in the Bronx. They got outscored 28-5 to as they were, um, as they were uh, swept uh, in Yankee Stadium. Uh, Darvish uh, on the hill for San Diego. A little bit of up and down for you, Darvish, this year. $1.39 at Wrigley Field. Looks like a good price. Uh, Steele Steel walks too many batters, and his stuff isn't good enough to survive when he's putting on free, uh, giving out free passes. So the Padres should come in with a patient approach tonight, try and work counts, maybe get some walks or get favorable counts to hit. Uh, San Diego didn't have a last good last two games against the Rockies. Uh, they lost the second half of the doubleheader on Saturday, then lost yesterday. I think they probably bounce back here, but it's in the price. I, I don't really want to lay that much on the road. All right. Uh, in uh, The Yankees aren't playing today, but w- no. what about their pace, huh? Well, they're just killing it. Yeah. And you know they're going to get better later in the season because they're going to buy something. Uh, probably a bullpen piece. Tough team. 
<laughs> I mean, it's. I know the bookmakers are uh, pulling against the Yankees every night. You know they're public to begin with, and then when they play like this, I mean, it's. Uh, yeah, that, that's it's a it's a rough go of it. Yeah. So the Yankees uh, again, forty four and sixteen. Uh, their run differential plus one twenty seven. Yeah. I mean, killing it. Judge uh, is uh, rolling as well now, getting a lot of consideration. Uh, I believe he has passed up. Um, Shohei Otani for the uh, odds on favor to win uh, AL uh, MVP. I'm looking it up or Max can uh, as we're uh, as we're doing it right now. But the Yankees, whew, that was impressive uh, this past weekend. Atlanta, the Braves. How about them? They have an 11 and 0 June yeah. start. And well, but is it you know in a salary cap non salary cap sport? You do have to look at caliber of competition, even in baseball right now. It's been against Pittsburgh, Oakland, Colorado, and Arizona, although it was in Denver at Coors Field, where they are tougher. But what do you make of this 11-0 run well, for Atlanta against this kind of competition? doesn't matter who you're playing. You win 11 in a row, you're in good form. And they are killing the ball right now. 145 WRC plus over the past week. Uh, the one thing they haven't done this well to this point this year is hitting righties on the road, but that appears to be changing right now. Nationals also playing a little better ball, but there's no way to, no chance. I'm trying to, I'm going to try and slow down this Braves Express right now. I don't want to lay the price. I think it's too steep, but it's one of those games where value doesn't matter. Uh, I, Braves should win the game. And are you, where are you with? You know, with the caliber of competition, do you discount it any with, with the the Braves? Uh, in not, if you win, not if you win 11 in a row. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're playing major league teams. It's not like they're playing Gwinnett. Um, where, you know, they, no, I, they've been favored in these games, but you're still going to win them all. No, they're in great form right now. And uh, they will have uh, more chances in uh, the next six games against teams with losing records as well. Yeah. Uh, at Washington and at Wrigley Field. St. Louis and Thompson, uh, the new uh, NL uh, NL Central leaders, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals with the Milwaukee Brewers slide, dollar eighty six and nine against Pittsburgh and Keller. Keller's been hit and miss. Uh, one appearance for Thompson this season. Uh, that was four innings pitch, gave up one earned run versus the Cubbies. Yep, his first major league start, and I generally try to stay away from those guys because I don't know whether the nerves are going to get to them or. Who knows what's going through their mind. But I, I don't want any part of Pittsburgh here. So it'd be the Cardinals or pass. And look, Thompson does have that one good appearance under his belt. And his build-up for the minors has been pretty good. The Cardinals just, it's a great organization. Yeah. They develop guys. And they, they just all seem ready when they get to the majors. And I don't see why Thompson's going to be any different. So I would expect the Cardinals to win this game. That's exactly what you stole at, uh, you know, because I was going to say, strength of the organization. Here yeah. we go again. They're in the mix. I mean, it just, the, the names change. They come and go. Managers change. and But, uh, I mean, they're still going to be steady every season. Yeah, and they look like the team to beat now in the NL Central because the young guys they've brought up have really produced. Yepes looks like a keeper. Yep. Uh, I'm blanking on the name. Uh, he hits from the left side. Uh, I, I'm just blanking on the name, but he looks like a, a good young ball player. And they've got the veterans in the dugout to provide leadership. It's a good mix. The uh, Going back to uh, Judge, he's not only the leader for ALMVP, it's a sizable lead. Now, Otani uh, was that leader for 
most of the time, but about two to one. Judge is only plus 125 for the AL MVP right now, and Otani at plus 425, Trout at five to one, uh, distant second and third. Uh, so, and, and, you know, and the guy, the guy who's not going to win it, but he's as valuable as anybody is Jose Ramirez. Oh, he's he's been it. absolutely great for the for the Guardians. I was listening to the Indians broadcast yesterday, and in, in the first inning, that's at. Um, I think it's a Peacock game that starts an hour and a half earlier yep, than everything else. And uh, 11.30 a.m. Eastern time. And so, yeah, Oakland gets one at the top of the first. And then the, uh, the Indy, they have a – Elvis Andrews has a, an error, error at short. And so yeah, I, didn't think that was, I didn't think that was an error, by the way. The pitcher deflected it, and he had to change directions. Yeah, so. yeah. It, it, but they, they officially scored an error next second. Yeah. And, and the guy's saying, well, if – you know, Oakland has pitched to Ramirez. Well, they, they're not fighting for anything. And so those teams, yeah. when, when he they faces don't teams that have to pitch to him, oh, he kills it. I want to, by the way, I just want to, it's a pet peeve on official scoring. Watching the Yankees, uh, the uh, Mets-Angels game last night, and uh, it, it gets scored a double. I don't remember who hit the ball. But it was the center field, and uh, Wade, who's in center field, was, was because they sat Trout, mm-hmm. and they made him the DH and sat Otani last night. So they put he puts an infielder in the outfield, completely misjudges the ball. It was a routine fly ball. Goes over his head. He took like three steps in. That should be an error. That's not fair to the pitcher. Uh, it's an, I mean, I don't care if the ball, if he never touched the ball or not. It's an error. Yeah, at some point, you know, the pop-ups where they misplay. And, okay, you yeah. get, you got, a guy gets a double when the, the, the pitcher does his deal. Yeah, at some point, a little discretion uh, should be used. I, I've never understood official scorers' tendencies to whenever a player misses a ball. Oh, that's a base hit. No, it's not. Okay, that was that was an error last night. And uh, costly error, as far as I'm concerned, because I had a first five bet on the Angels. Uh, what about a one-one game after five? Uh, well, my my, my uh, MLB official score uh, story goes back to Candlestick, and this is Barry Bonds' era at Candlestick. And there was a single through the hole to the left side by the Cubs. Bonds comes in, feels it, it goes under his glove, it goes under his glove, and so instead of a, a single, it's a triple. Where they uh, marked it, a triple. Okay, so no wonder this guy's got seven gold gloves. If yeah, you get really. official scoring like this. So, all right, St. Louis, uh, let's go to Toronto. How about this with Manoa? How, oh, how good has he been uh, this year? But you paying a lofty price. 286 at eight and a half against Baltimore in uh, Braddish. Um, Manoa, speaking of uh, the futures at Bet Rivers, he's tied for third, 10 to 1 uh, to win the AL side young. Complete pitching mismatch. And again, the Toronto bats have, uh, have been pretty good as of late as well. Yeah, uh, so are the Baltimore bats, uh, but. Uh... The Orioles hit the ball over the weekend at Kansas City, and you know, the Orioles are showing—they're uh, making progress. But yeah, this one's a mismatch, and that's why it's so big. And uh, I can't build a case for the dog. Yeah, the farm system is built up. They brought up uh, Rossman, uh, yeah. the catcher, and so I finally have at least it looks like a little bit of a plan after all of those uh, draft picks that they—they're competitive up. now. They're yeah. competitive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And by the way, the bullpen. For the Orioles has actually been one of the best in baseball this year. And I forget the guy's name from the front office uh, who was part of Houston, sort of just scrapping it, starting from the ground up. 
and piling up all, all of their uh, their uh, draft picks. But he's part of the uh, front office at the Baltimore as well. So he knows uh, the blueprint on how to approach it. Other games, uh, you tell me which ones that catch your attention. Arizona and Merrill Kelly. We talked about this one last time, that there would have been a nice pick. Well, uh, he was sliding until the last time he faced the Reds, where he only gave up one hit in uh, six full innings. Uh, the Diamondbacks at home in Phoenix, $1.48 and 8.5 over the Reds and Minor. San Francisco and Wood, $1.75 and 8 over Brady Singer in Kansas City. Similar pitching numbers there. In Minnesota, Chris Archer, solid for about four or five innings uh, as of late versus Chris Flexen of Seattle. Um, this is basically a pick em. And Flexen, not nearly the value as he was last year when he went 14 and 6 with an ERA of 3.6. Which ones of those catch well, your attention? Uh, the Minnesota-Seattle game, uh, you've got both offenses in their strengths. The Twins have been uh, a, a positive team on the road against righties. Seattle's actually been really good offensively at home against righties. Uh, both teams are hitting it well over the last seven days. Mariners get cooled off a little over the weekend by the Red Sox, but still overall pretty good. Twins are raking. Twins are really smacking the ball around the diamond. And the two pitchers... Have red flags galore. Low strikeout rates from both of them. Uh, under seven per nine innings from both pitchers, which is is below average. Uh, Archer walks a lot of guys. Both pitchers are giving up double-digit double digit barrel rates. Both pitchers are giving up more than 40% hard hit percentage. This is a game that should go over early. First five innings over on the Twins and Mariners. That's a bet for me. And uh, and you know it's uh, you know forget uh, we, we we like the uh, the lefty for Tampa Bay yesterday spring so don't overreact to them getting yep. shut out there but they you know they have been pretty good who who scores nine and six back to back games uh, against Tampa Bay's pitching uh, that's what Minnesota did over the weekend they uh, won two out of three and you know Brian Buxton is healthy you know we talked about him he's very important whether he is in or out of that lineup they also had. Was it back-to-back-to-back to back to back, uh, with uh, Correa? Uh, he's kind of getting comfortable uh, in is. that lineup and, as well. And the one overlooked guy is Arias. This guy's a good hitter. Okay, I mean, he, he basically never strikes out. Puts the ball in play all the time, and he's not a guy who tries to power it out of the park. He did it at Grand Slam earlier this week, but uh, he's a gap-to-gap guy who doesn't get caught up in the launch angle stuff. He's just going to hit liners all over the place, and He's a very underrated player. 359 in yeah. this year. where the, And getting no attention. The batting averages are really, really uh, down. So, you know, kind of gets him going uh, in that line. A very good point, uh, Dave. So, uh, in reverse order, the first five, uh, Minnesota and Seattle over. Yeah, and that's that's my uh, favorite game today. And I'll keep playing, playing the Phillies and uh, see if we can run this thing out to maybe 14 or 15 games before they lose two straight. Hope it doesn't right. happen tonight. What a, what a pitching matchup. And that's going to be fun uh, to watch uh, Alcantara and Nola uh, on the mound, especially that Philly lineup uh, right there as well. And uh, in the, yeah, the, it's kind of a tough car uh, after that. You, 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 you hinted at San Diego a little bit at $1.30 with Darby. Yeah, uh, just hint, though. And look, again, I, I always say this. I'm not a volume guy. If you're looking for a lot of bets, you got the wrong guy. I'm looking for the strongest plays on the board. And I, I, I really think the Twins Mariners first five over is the strongest play on the board. If I can get one a day, I'm happy. There you go. There you go. So, Twins first five over, and the Phillies, as we still ride that streak. Eight and one now uh, since the managerial change. 
Uh, eight and one. Yeah, they're actually nine and one because they won the last game uh, before uh, Girardi got uh, shown the door. But eight and one on Thompson, and uh, and the one loss yesterday was just one of those they can forget about. They would never. That's not one of those games that they're going to hang their heads afterwards. They just had a bad day, offensively, defensively, and on the mound. And uh, those are the easiest wins to put, uh, easiest losses to put behind you. Especially when you've been playing well. You just say, okay, we had a bad day. Let's go get them tonight. All right. Speaking of, let's go get them. Let's go get them tonight. Major League Baseball, good luck to uh, all of you uh, handicapping uh, tonight's MLB. We'll be back on Wednesday. Sports Betters Paradise. For Dave Koken, I'm Jimmy Ott. Here, part of the Bet Rivers Podcast Network.